roll up, roll up, roll up, roll up more. It's television, Ty's podcast, but a bonus. Yes, this is a bonus episode, not the weekly one. Enjoy with our compliments. I was just thinking about something to oh, start with a yawn because you've just been to America and stuff. I, I have, yeah. I was just thinking how, like, we can't have that conversation anymore that people used to have. Do you know, like, when you'd go to the States 20 years ago, you'd see something on telly that wasn't here yet? And <laughs> yeah. you'd come back with, like, oh, there's this new show, there's this new TV show that I haven't seen. It's and like you'll never guess what was in the cinema. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The cinema as well. Exactly. Mm. You, oh, have I got my home for films? Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ooh. we've got... <laughs> That was that was, was that part of it last time? Uh, so yeah, like you don't get that anymore because everything just comes out worldwide, pretty much, right? So you don't come back with news from afar. Yeah, like how the latest uh, Disney film for kids was total shit. <laughs> Which one was that? Wish. Have you seen that? Wish. Have you dragged the kids to it? No, I don't go to. The only thing I took them to the cinema to see was Wonka because I wanted ah, to see yeah. that, and I I loved it, absolutely loved it, and mm. um, I. And Neil Hannon did the music, of course. Exactly, exactly. That was such a big draw. And I could tell each song. And the way that they blended that music, like the Oompa Loompa stuff, to to what he comes up with, because he is quite, you know, but he does the old, you know, Mm. up and down bass line. So it was perfect. It was a perfect film. And I almost cried, not for any emotional storyline, just for how beautiful it was and how well made it was. And I was just so proud to, like, had this sort of pride of Britishness come over me. It was really weird because <laughs> yeah. I never feel that. Like, Well, had you seen the Paddington movies? Yes, of course. Yeah. But it was such a perfect, like, pile of talent. It was all the peep show people and, like, even Big Sue's turned up. You know, um, Winkleman, Sophie Winkleman, is that her name? And uh, Phil sure. Wang rocks up and I was like, oh, this is great. And people from Ghosts, I just loved it. Yeah, it was it was, it was, was fun. The, the only slight downside I felt was that Chalamet, charming as he is, mm-hmm. ain't much of a singer. But apart from that, it, the notes were fine, but he didn't have any kind of heft to his voice. I didn't feel like there was any... Basically, I could imagine Neil Hannon on the demos singing the songs a lot better. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, yeah. yeah. But he was charming and, and the whole thing was a, a delicious, frothy confection, appropriately yeah. enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And he was, I mean, he was he was better than I thought he'd be because the only, the most recent, I, I, you know, I just, it's not a film podcast, but I, I watched Dune, Dune, whichever way you say it. And, um, Dune. Dune. And uh, we don't need to talk about that, but it was just... It was endurance, not enjoyment. Let's put it that way from my perspective. <laughs> and uh, and I've seen him in that Wes Anderson movie that I, the only Wes Anderson movie I've ever turned off. The, the um, French Bureau, Dispatch, French Bureau, yeah, is it God, something like that? What a, what a living up its own arsehole film that was. I had to turn it off. And I love all, you know, if I'm looking at the beautiful symmetry, that's all very lovely, but, uh, you know, the film bored me. I remember literally having, I think I might have even said it out loud, like, I am bored. <laughs> Oh, so, really? So I'm going to turn this off now. And, uh, yeah, it's put me off him, really. I don't know. But, yeah, he was good in it. Mm. Like the, did, did you not see, uh, what was the recent one? Asteroid City? Was it something like that? No. I, I found that when it comes to movies, people that I absolutely love, uh, I'm beginning to loathe, like Noah Bumbach and stuff like that. Um, uh. I like Barbie, and I like the one with um, Adam Driver dancing in the supermarket in the 70s. But it's like, yeah, enough now, please. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just it's enough with the pretty backgrounds and the, I mean there's apps now that can make any picture look like it's in a Wes Anderson film so you know you've hit like fast show status at that point where everything's just like you know a meme and a gimmick and a whatever yeah. you know 
You probably have very deep thoughts on all those films. <laughs> uh, I imagine if I could dredge far enough into my brain on this. Is it morning? No, it's afternoon. It's I, afternoon. I forget. We don't need to talk about films. Wonka was good, though. I liked Wonka. Wonka was good. It was just, you know, it was just that I don't go to the cinema very often and I had a feeling that people would shut up. But they did bring a lot of snacks. Um, and, uh, I, you know. I can guarantee it was probably better than the situation we had. We went to see a Godzilla minus one the other night, um, is which is the new, it's the new Japanese Godzilla film. Godzilla! Godzilla! Okay. Exactly. Godzilla! Um, <laughs> and it was it was great. It's set directly after the Second World War, and it's okay. like right back to the origins. And okay. I, I mean, it was a bit po-faced. I think it's safe to say. Like um, the lead actor was constantly in a state of high drama and mm. breaking down in tears and, and such, which is fine. Uh, the, the film itself was good, but we saw it in Camden at eight forty-five at night. Uh, and the audience were just the biggest nest of twats oh. I think I've uh, encountered in years. There was an incredibly self-important man a seat away from me and his mates, and he was talking about, oh, I've got my, my pocket wine, and I could see him, like, glugging <laughs> away. Uh, and just okay. during the trailers, they were incredibly noisy. Oh. Then there were people calling back and forth about, shut, shut the fuck up, and... <laughs> When <laughs> is this the the Odeon in Parkway? Uh, no, uh, yes, yes, it is, it is, it is. Oh, okay. That's one. Um, <laughs> and when they have the thing that comes on the screen, it says, uh, "Make sure you don't talk and stuff." Uh, mm. Switch off your phones. Someone behind said, "I wish you could switch off your voice." And the guy went like, "Not likely." And he I, he, he seemed like oh. a, a self important actor, he, and he probably right. was. And then he said, "Besides." It's, uh, and how did he say it? Basically, he said, um, he said, it's Godzilla. But he was like, it's Godzilla! And and I just said, what, is he Mexican now? And it was just, it was just awful. And throughout the film, people getting up, going around. Then the dude fell asleep halfway through. Uh, Oh, man, that would have stressed me out. Because I have actually got up before now. Like, if I get the feeling that, oh, these guys are going to be cunts, I get up and I leave. I just go to a different screening. I've done that. I did that with iRobot back in the day. Oh, really? Some some annoying people in the audience and a lot of drilling and banging coming through a wall. And the beginning started, and I thought, I should be watching this way more, like, closely, but I'm distracted. So I just got up and I left. And I went out front and I said, yeah, you got to put me in another screen. When's the next one? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But um, I went to see Nope, the um, Jordan Peele movie, in that same cinema last summer. Mm. And I had a wonderful experience because that's the cinema I walked into after getting bored buying pants in TK Maxx. And I walked into that cinema and there was no one in there at all, just me, one other person right at the back eating ice cream, uh, overexpensive Hagendas. And uh, it was like I was in the cinema on my own. And I watched the whole of Nope without a peep in Camden, at like three in the afternoon in August. It was beautiful. Delightful. Beep, 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 beep. You know, I've spoken to quite a few people now who just say, don't worry about that stuff. It really doesn't matter. It's the violence and the horrible stuff that matters, not just a little bit of innuendo. And, you know, the things that I would have seen as a kid would have been, you know, like the carry-on films. So they always, everything is about sex. Everything is about sex. As soon as I put anything on television, I changed his Netflix to 12. It seems to like literally allow anything in. And I came oh, really? into the room yesterday morning and I thought he was watching cartoons. And he was watching What Happens in Vegas, <laughs> some terrible film with Aston Kutcher. And I was like, 
this is not appropriate because that's yeah, clearly that, that must be... have passed me by i think <laughs> yeah i think it passed me by florida's a bizarre place it I've is i've never been there my wife tells me that i should never go because uh, uh i just wouldn't like the heat for a start i don't i get hot very quickly don't like mm-hmm. that get uncomfortable mm. immediately since i wake up uh so the idea of being in a big hot place uh doesn't thrill me with massive uh no you know, no positive vibes. uh but there are wonderful theme parks which i know you're also not particularly no, a fan of do you know what i'd love to i think I, I really would like to try some and i think i would like mm. it i went on you'll be proud of me uh i haven't really oh. been on a roller coaster till last summer and I went on uh, uh, the one at Chesington where you hang low and go, what was that one called? It's really fun. Uh, Mandrill Mayhem, perhaps? No, it was one of the uh, old ones. Vampire Ride. Vampire. I loved that. Gotcha. I, I would have gone on it again. I couldn't. Massive queue. Well, there we go. Um, did you pay, did you say on one of your videos you didn't pay f- to get to the front of the queue, but you paid for something? Did you have a, did you have a hybrid ticket that allowed you to jump um, a little bit? Well... I mean, this is a this is a kettle of fish. Uh, okay. The different parks have different ways of doing it. Disney like to wring every last penny hmm. uh, out of you. You can, if you want, pay. I think it's fifteen dollars to get on a ride, like the very popular rides. Uh, oh, each ride, and, which guarantees your place. Fifteen dollars oh, a ride. You can only do that once a day, uh-huh. or you can get Genie Plus, which. <laughs> basically means you can, <laughs> on your phone, reserve a place on a ride in maybe a couple of hours. Oh, right. But there's a way that you can manipulate that. You can you can get your place and yeah, then yeah. keep refreshing it until you get an earlier one. And you can only book one at a time, but when you're in the queue for that ride, you can then book the next. Mm. Uh, and my wonderful wife, Lillian, uh, <laughs> so she likes a flutter. She likes a gamble. Um <laughs> But but I mean she does. I think she enjoyed that more than the theme parks. That just stressful constantly to playing the slots. Right. It is. It is a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But, a bit of the fun out of it, maybe a tiny bit. Well, she seemed like in hogs heaven, quite frankly. Okay. So she she was loving that part. Um, yeah, there is. I I don't understand how people could do Disney with kids, which obviously is mm. the major market. Yes. Uh, the stress would be ridiculous. Absolutely. I mean, trying to corral kids and get them to a certain place uh, over the other side of a park, like yes. within 15 minutes. We, we've got to get there. We've got, no, you can't go to the toilet. Just the whole thing would be ridiculous. Yeah, eat this disgusting food that's $25. <laughs> oh, my word, yeah. I mean, we've been to the mm. one in LA with with all three kids um, in 2019. But uh, thank you so much to my in-laws because they didn't pay a cent for it. It was, part, it was a present. So we were taken to Disney and I was taken... Not against my will, but it was the only way I was ever going to go. Because <laughs> I'm not giving them the money. Um, and that's not a tight thing. Uh, Disney, as well known, uh, not a friend of the pod. So we can say what we want. But um, yeah, I do find I had a lot more fun than I wanted to admit. And people were mm-hmm. very nice. My only recollection of it really was, it was just the food was abysmal. Like you said, everything was quite expensive. It did feel like a, mm-hmm. a money rinser. And generally, a lot of the rides the kids couldn't go on because they were too small. So uh, I went with them yeah. too young, I guess. But we had a, we had a fun time. Well, I mean, I have to say, Universal, I enjoyed a lot more. Oh, yeah, me um, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. The the rides, I mean, they're based on properties that I care about as much mm. as anything. Lots of the time, exactly. um, they had better roller coasters. The theming was just as good, and the theming for me is like mm-hmm. a major part of the experience. I like to be. 
I suppose as an actor, I like to be immersed in in somewhere out of the ordinary. And yeah, yeah Universal does that just as well as Disney, in my opinion. Um, and the food was better. The food All was right. much better. For, somehow, I, I'm not really sure, but the, the, the quality was just much better. And... I don't know if you've heard, Universal are now building a theme park in the UK. I have heard this in uh, Bedford. Bedfordshire yeah. somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exciting. Ooh, isn't it? I see. I've probably never, have I never told you what, I probably haven't told you um, what I did for my 30th birthday. I was in LA. No. And um, I had a plan to go to Disney. This was before my Disney hating days. I just didn't understand Disney. So I didn't have an opinion on it. It wasn't negative. I knew mm. nothing about uh, Nazi films. I knew nothing about the extortionate things that were on the horizon. All I knew was mm. I didn't really watch Disney films. And why was I suddenly going to Disney? Because I was in Disneyland. And on the day, I was just going to go to Anaheim and walk in. You know, you can just turn up. And the day I went, I woke up and I thought, why am I doing this? I don't even like Disney. This is ridiculous. So I decided to go to Universal instead. So I went to Universal Studios for my 30th birthday. And I may have mentioned this on here before. If I do, I'll edit it out. Um, but it was a great day. I went on this little tour with a few people. They opened up the Friends set for me. I walked in the Friends set. I saw uh, loads of stuff being filmed that was really, really cool. I saw J.J. Abrams thing. I went into this exclusive little museum within the the um universal studios at the time and it had the batman mm -hmm. suit whoever was that it was that time clooney i think and um i saw the the martin scorsese's taxi driver script um in a oh, glass wow. thing with all the notes on, and i felt like i was having this exclusive look at this museum and things like you say like i cared about and i knew mm. and i was exposed to and i was like wow that thing that thing oh that's er well everything was just oh my god that's back to the future set you know i just every everything everywhere i went was like something i was you know, I, I grew up with or, or loved. Whereas if I'd have gone to Disney at that time, I don't think I'd have, I hadn't even seen like yeah. it. I've never seen mm. anything. I'm only exposed to it now. I'm having kids and I am, um, I like some of the movies and stuff like that, but they do seem to just be, I don't know. I just, I just feel like when they're making Canto, they're making it because they're forced to, because that's the demographic now rather than they want to. And I, I don't know. I don't know if I think their hearts are really. I enjoyed Encanto. Um, oh, I loved it. But yeah, it's, I, a, it's a bit of virtue the heart signal. May not have been in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. However, Wish, as I alluded to earlier, that is not a good film. And is, well, who's that aimed at? Uh, well, kids. Um, oh. I would imagine, as mm. most of their output, of course, has to be. Uh, but it just didn't have any crossover appeal to me, and oh, that's right. what matters. <laughs> um, it's in their. It, it, it's for their hundredth anniversary, Disney hundredth anniversary. Oh right, um, right, right. I don't think they, they want to just go back that the far, do they? <laughs> <laughs> Can we see those first ones, please? Oh, who's that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Wish twenty twenty. A young girl named Asher wishes. It's basically about overthrowing a society that that seemed to be functioning fine as it was. Yeah. And I predict six months after the end of Wish, it'll be a totalitarian regime, and there'll be. There'll be blood filling the streets. Oh, lovely! Um, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was not great. But, it, but too it, many films. Nice. <laughs> I'll bring up one film uh, just because you've mentioned the word genie, and I really enjoyed it the other day. We sat down. I think it was like a weekday. It might have even been like Monday this week or something. The kids came home from mm. school. Um, my wife was home, and I thought, let's sit down and watch a Christmas movie. My son had accidentally seen some Graham Norton where. Um, Papa talking about his movie. And um, he mentioned this film, Genie. And it's I 
I, for what it was, I liked it. So Richard Curtis okay. movie, it's a Christmas yeah. film, set in America, loads of English people, no real reason to explain why they've got English accents, which I like, because I don't like it when they just make everyone American, because there can be, like, you know, people like, you know, uh, Chris O'Dowd, you know, he's often Irish in American things. There's no explanation why he's a policeman. It's fine. We'll just go along with it, you know. So I like that aspect of it. And it was just, it was really funny. And it was, it was nice. And there was even a little sort of, not a Jesus joke, but it was funny how they dealt with it. And I, I enjoyed it. And that is, good. I think most people are watching that at home because it's an Amazon Prime type thing. Right. One of those, yeah. one of those places you can rent it. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. It was a great Christmas film. And that's the kind of thing I like, you know, certain films mm-hmm. you, you start watching. Uh, talk about films. We'll watch it at home. Uh, the Leave the World Behind. When Have you seen that yet? No, no. When it started, I was like, oh, this is exactly the kind of thing I like. Horror tropes and weird, creepy stuff and what's going on. And But the way it ends is like, fucking hell, if you don't laugh out loud at how stupid it ends, I, I don't know. Well, thinking of, of ridiculous conclusions, did you see the Christmas film Last Christmas? I think it was maybe two years ago it was released. It was uh, Henry Golding and Amelia Clark. No. Well, it's kind of, it's not based on, on Wham, uh, but it kind of is. Girl who dre- who dresses as an elf and was recovering from a. I mean, a, I can spoil it. I, oh, I, God, I do not. Only, I'm <laughs> going to spoil it. I'm, I'm to going to spoil it. So, confused. if anyone wants to see Last Christmas, well, yeah. for a start, the film's called Last Christmas. Uh, it's about a girl who had a a, a a horrible accident, possibly, and she had to have surgery yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, and now she works as an elf at Christmas. She meets a. Uh, an enigmatic, charming young man. They really hit it off, but he's mysterious and keeps going away. Uh, <laughs> they fall in love. It ends up that last Christmas, he gave her his heart in a transplant when he died after an accident. <laughs> and she's been having a romance with his ghost. So they took um, the Wham song. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, God, that sounds and, ridiculous. Yeah, and I think Emma Thompson wrote it. I think oh. she's in it. I know she's in it. But when it's revealed that he gave her his heart, but the thing is, the very next day she did not give it away or she would have died. <laughs> but um, Yeah, of course. So get it right. Thompson, get it right. Beep, 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 beep. Here's the thing. I notice Americans, when they cough and sneeze now, all do it into their uh, into their elbow, oh. COVID style. Really? Mm. I love Which the, is something. The cough, where they cough, people cough through their hand like a tunnel yeah. and they shoot it at you as if that's somehow helping? Yeah, they, they make a, an old-fashioned loud loud <laughs> hailer out of their hand. <laughs> Just really project that into your face. Because <laughs> you're in the neck. Yeah. It, but, I mean, kids are the worst for that. Just oh, they in your face. Sneeze in your really face. Really trumpet their, their lips out and really force that thing at you. The amount Oof. of times I'll go to, towards one of my kids and they'll sneeze or cough in my eye or something like that. <laughs> well, I guess I've got that now, whatever that is. Brilliant, brilliant. Brilliant. 